Welcome to this week's episode of Stand Out, growing in the organizing and productivity profession brought to you by NAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. Every episode, we will learn from NAPO members and subject matter experts as they share their successes, challenges, best practices, proven strategies, industry developments, and more. And now, here's your host, Claire Kumar, NAPO member since 2010. Hello again, it's Claire Kumar, your host for NAPO's podcast, Standout. I'm thrilled to be with you again to talk about webinars and how they can boost your business. So I don't know about you, but I've had to think about alternative revenue streams as we've had to not so easily go into people's homes and do the things or go to clients and visit our corporate clients. And so looking at ways to operate virtually has been really important. And I will have to say straight up, I'm at the infancy in that. So I wanted to talk to a NAPO member who you will likely know and already love. Leslie Josell. Welcome, want to welcome Leslie back to Standout. She is a woman with no shortage of talent, creativity, or income streams. From speaking to coaching to writing, she's the author of three books, creating products, and of course, a lucrative webinar series. So whenever Leslie does something, she figures out how to do it well. So she's an inspiration to me, has been for many years. She's the founder of Order Out of Chaos, creator of the award-winning Academic Planner. You can kind of see them on the floor in the background there with the big 2121 on it. Really funky new design, love that. It's a tool for time management and every student needs one. She's a weekly columnist as well with Attitude Magazine, really a phenomenal resource for anybody in the ADD, ADHD community. And so Leslie, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I remember hearing you talk about how you've created a webinar, a way to do webinars so that they're actually profitable in your business. And that's what I'm hoping we can spend the next little while talking about. For you, anything. I hope everyone out there realizes that I'm an open book. Like there's enough toys in the sandbox for everybody, all better together. So whatever I can bring to the table, I'm going to tell you how I do things. That does not mean that it is always the perfect way, the right way, or even the most profitable way, but it works for us at Order Out of Chaos. I just have to say that. I wanted to know what you've done and then somebody's getting started, if we can bring it down to some bite-sized next steps that someone like me might do if they were, you know, thinking of integrating this into their business. But let's understand what you've done. Maybe you can help us understand what you've created on the webinar front. So you have to understand that I am not new to NAPO. I'm old and I have been around for a long time. Can we say seasoned? Yes, we are seasoned. So I think everyone needs to know about my business and is that about six years ago, I went completely virtual. So we do not do anything like in person, but I was actually doing webinars even when I was going myself or my team were going door to door and house to house and things like that. Aside from main stage speaking, which you still do a little bit of. Yes, of course. I still speak. Well, right now it's all virtual. You were like ahead of the curve on going virtual. I didn't feel I was head of the curve and I doing webinars, but because back when they weren't webinars, they were teleconferences. You picked up a phone and people just listened. It's like Clubhouse now. Clubhouse is the new app. It's like a conference call, except you get little pictures of who's there. 
But that was not even then. So the point was, and this is something that I really want to make everyone realize, you do not, obviously you're going to start small, you're going to start somewhere. And for me, I started a hundred years ago and the first webinar I ever, ever gave, there were five people on the line. One of them was my sister and the other one was my best friend. So again, you can't go into anything. And this is something, I think this is more universal. Like you just have to start and you have to start somewhere. Because what you have to realize is my first goal of doing my first webinar was not to make money. Can't do that or you will never make money. My goal to doing my first webinar was to be able to say I did a webinar and to have sound bites and then to be able to promote those sound bites. Do you see what I mean? Like if I had tried to make money on that first webinar, I would have been in a negative because I didn't even charge for the first one. The first one I did was absolutely free. But what I had done is we coached students, ADHD, executives function. And even though we were going house to house and door to door, I was very consciously building an email list of people that wanted to get information and resources and stuff like that from me or us, although I couldn't work with them in person. So I was building that list by newsletters. Back then, it was very different. There were no podcasts and things like that. So my very first webinar was almost an extension, I felt, of my newsletter because it was, here's information, here's tips. And then I was getting a lot of questions back. And I said, you know what, what if I did a webinar that answered all of these questions? So my first webinar was actually an Ask the Expert Q&A. That's kind of how, or not, like it was, I just took all these questions and answered them. So that's the first thing I did. And then what I was able to do after that was say, okay, we now do webinars and put that in a newsletter. And here's like somebody's review of it. Granted, it was my sister, but so be it. But the point was to take it from A and build slowly to get it to where it is today. So if I was to say to you anything is pick the subject, if you're starting out, that you get the most questions asked of you. That would be my first thing I would say, because then you're going to get the bite you want. Someone's going to be like, wait, that's a question I constantly ask. I want to be on that call. If you're starting out, I would give it for free, because if you've ever heard me speak at NAPO, I say you got to give to get. Have that on a t-shirt. I'm going to make that, or I got to get a sign about my thing. You have to give to get, and you're going to give away your best stuff. And no, people are not not going to work with you. And no, people are not going to trust me. You give it away. Don't be afraid of being generous there because people will receive it and want more from you and trust that you're this creative dynamo and you're coming up with more gold. This is the philosophy. And this is even if you're giving away that much amazing content for free, imagine what's going to happen if they paid for you. It's going to be like, and I always feel that way, even on your website, there should be something on your website. And we all think like, okay, somebody gives me your email and I give you content. No, that's not giving it away. You're still asking for something. There should be things on your website that people can access without them having to do anything. They have to take you for coffee before they take you on an overnight date. Okay, I'm a Bachelor fan, so you can hear it. But I kind of feel that way. You've got to let me have a cup of coffee with you and test you out before I go away in the fantasy suite. You've got to feel some value. This is something you really want to do. I'm going to tell you guys, I feel like I stepped into this. I didn't have this like, okay, we're going to do X amount and this is going to be a major profitable part of our business. But I saw the wheels churning and I saw what was happening and I made some very conscious 
decisions to number one, be consistent. I wasn't what our community knew right from the beginning. At that time, it was four webinars a year. Like that's what we started with. And we had the dates, we committed to them, we committed to topics. There was a consistency and there was something at that time to look forward to. We do things differently now, but at the beginning, it was that kind of consistency or at least feeding them like, you loved this one, here's the next one. So what's the consistency just while we're talking about it, about your newsletter? What happens from your newsletter and as it relates to your webinars? Believe it or not, we do 10 webinars a year. And that is a lot. We take December off and we take July off. And we figured out the strategy of some are free, most are not. And that's an interesting way. And that's what I'm saying to you about how we do things differently than other people do. Because most people say do a free webinar and then dangle something at the end. I hate that. Sorry. You're waiting for the ask. Are you not waiting for the ask? You're like, okay, you're going to want, what do you want? And can I get off this call before? This is me. I'm like, you're going to pay for the webinar, but guess what? That's all you're getting. I'm not selling you anything. It's straight up. And I literally get on the webinar. And if any of you have been on my webinars, I say that right off the bat. Guess what? You paid for this webinar. There's nothing for me to sell you. The webinar is what I sold you. And you're here. And I'm about to give you 50 minutes of unbelievable content. So get your pen, pens up, and let's go for the ride. And don't feel like you're in a funnel. No funnel, not selling you anything. And people are like, really? The anti-funnel strategy. Nothing, but that's me. That's continuing to give and serve and build this reciprocity. And people then also understand the terms of that relationship. There's no feeling of being duped or being not valuable enough. Like, oh, when you get to my super member, $10,000 a year, a super duper club. That's for me. And that does not, but somebody else might go, she's leaving money on the table. And I'm going to tell you, no, I'm not. <laughs> but for me, that works and it works for our community. They are willing to show up and pay our webinar price to know that they're going to not only sit back and get live Leslie, we never do anything recorded. It is live. If you show up live, you will get me. And then you get it no matter if you showed up live or not. We actually give you the recording for a week. And that is also unheard of, but we give it for a week for you to listen to. And I know you asked a question about our newsletters. We are as consistent as the day is long. I don't care if there's a hurricane, a pandemic. Like, I mean, we had like Hurricane Sandy and we were about to lose power. And I'm like, I got to get this done once a month. We also ask our community. Do, and then during that month, we will send out separate emails. We call them dedicated emails just to about webinars, like heads up webinar happening. So we not only put it in our newsletter, it's also on our website and our Facebook group, dedicated emails on social. I mean, this newsletter piece is part of that consistency. Your people are there listening to you and it's reinforced in these other, and you might attract other people, but this is your group. This is our group. And we have figured out how to balance, as you said, so our back to so. Everyone knows I'm a student coach. It's what we do. So August, we always do a back to school webinar. And purposely, that webinar is always free. And purposely, because that brings in a whole lot of new people to the thing. And I'm going to be very upfront here. Our February webinar is always free because, number one, it is time management month. And to know me is to know time management is my jam. It's what I speak about. It's what I'm known for. But... Here's the other reason. 
we kick off our planner season in March. So there is a reason why February is free, because again, it brings in hordes of new people to our community. We're not selling anything on that webinar, but we will announce that there is a pre-sale starting next month for the planners and so on. So there is strategy behind how we have structured our thing. We are uber consistent. We always offer incentives. That is something that we have found works. Sometimes it's fun giveaways. If we're doing like a fun webinar, like back to school, we always give away, you know, I get some products and stuff like that. So they're fun to give away. But every single webinar you get, we always say, if you show up live, you get a chance to win an hour of my time. And for whatever that is, people kind of like that. (laughs) So There's an incentive that's for showing up live because there's a reason you want people to show up live because that interaction and that feeling of being part of something bigger than themselves, but not everybody can, we know that. That makes me think of a question around format. When you're doing the webinar, what platform are you using and how interactive is it in that environment? We are Zooming, we Zoom. So you guys know I'm very animated. So how I do it is very, everything gets dropped, like. I'll ask, we do polls, we do questions, drop things in the chat. I'm like a repeater. Have you ever heard me speak? I'm like, it's a webinar, not a meeting. I stay on, I answer questions. We always, like I said, I'm just thinking of things that we do that's really important. I do give away that hour of my time and I do get people looking at me like, you still do that? I'm like, absolutely. Why not? What's the percentage of people that take you up on that free hour? Every single time. <laughs> Not me, but if someone's offering you, an expert's offering you a free hour of their time. What that speaks to is the hunger of your audience. So you've built this. This is the people that want what you've got. So yeah, if you're wildly out there just doing something and not targeting so well and building that reciprocity, you're not going to have the hunger for your time. If you want to build anything, you're not going to throw like, poop into the wind. Okay. You're going to like, one of the things I've always done, even since the beginning is ask my community questions. We ask them everything. And if you follow me or whatever, you know that. So every single webinar, we ask what webinar topics do you want? You're not going to build a webinar platform and then have crickets. It's the same thing with our planners. We're like, do you like this cover or that cover? Do you want this size or that size? I mean, obviously you're not going to ask questions you can't deliver on. Why I think our webinars have grown and are so successful is that we ask our community. I mean, it seems so simple, but no, I know a lot of people don't do this. You need to ask them, hey, do you want anxiety or social skills or things like that? And the other thing that I think also is important, and I would do this as you get more successful in your webinars, is we do bring in guest experts. You've heard me say this, aren't you feeling like they're going to love them and leave you? And I firmly believe there's enough toys in the sandbox, but I want my people to stay in the order out of chaos community. So it is better for me to bring people to our community than for me to tell people in my community to go out to find them. So me bringing in a doctor to talk about ADHD and anxiety or someone to talk about social skills and boys or someone to come and talk about screen time, which is something we're doing in the spring, benefits me. It just elevates all of us to a level that I think is important. So as you move on, bringing other experts in, I think, shows your comfort, your expertise, your professionalism, and it shows your community you're listening to their needs. 
Do you have a Facebook group as well that you nurture? So we poll every Thursday. That's just something, you know, I'm very organized. <laughs> Tuesdays, attitudes, Thursday. So always every Thursday is a, is a poll question. And it always is about like something very specific. We just do it. We ask them all the time in our newsletters. We ask them on Facebook. We ask them. I do a Q&A. So that's something else I do. In our Facebook group, I do a Q&A once a month. They know the date, time. I show up in my like workout clothes and nothing fancy. And everyone can show up and we do, I do a lot of questioning there and we do a lot of questioning at the webinar. So the other thing is when I say about continuity, it's, there's always something else after that webinar. I feel like what you have to do with your community is you've got to kind of keep reining them in and keeping them there. So in our timeout, you know, if we're doing a webinar in February, we are talking about at the end, the webinar we're doing in March. We are not selling it. We're telling them there's a difference. And we give them an incentive to sign up for it. We're like, hey, here's what's happening in March. If you sign up within the week, we give you a certain percentage off. One of the things that we will be doing is going forward for the fall is doing webinar packages so that you can buy a package and you can pick which webinars you want because I'm all about customization, like the theater. The other thing I do and I find that this is really helpful is everything we do has a video component to it. On our product pages, on our social, on everything, there's always a video of me talking right to you, hitting your pain point, going, is your kid not knowing what time? I'm just making this up. Or like we just did our study skill ones. Like, does your kid know how to study? Are they saying they're studying and they're not? Blah, blah, blah. So there's that video of me going, well, then you have to join us and here's what we're going to talk about. And that personal invitation of hearing me go, now come, I think brings people in. And some of our webinars, we do repeat. So our study skills webinars are our most popular. When I say repeat is I do them live, but I'll do them again, like maybe four or five months later. Again, we also offer a sneak peek. I always take any webinar we've done. I find a clip from it. So even the day after, we'll say, like, we have this amazing webinar. This is what you missed. Don't forget about the next one. So video of inviting and then a clip of what actually went down. We put that in our newsletters. We put that on social. We put it on LinkedIn. We put it anywhere anybody wants to see it. Helps to build the audience and the awareness of what we do and how we do it. So we got the teaser. You got that invitation. Oh, there's something coming. There's something coming. And then there's the evidence along with the next teaser. You're getting on a ride and you're just gonna feel that there's a compelling reason to stay engaged in this relationship. You need to take people on a journey the minute they see it. So that video is part of the journey. Then they sign up and the minute they sign up with us, they get a workbook and they get an activity to do. So it's not like, okay, I signed up and I'm now waiting 10 days. It's like, oh, okay, something to do. This is really super, always. And then the night of, there's momentum. And during, like, hey, if you stay to the end, you'll enter to win an hour of Leslie. The next day, we send an email with the recording and the show notes. And it's allowing access for a week, only a week. Do most people just say either you attended live and you don't get it or you get the replay and the replay is yours. And then all of a sudden you've lost control because that could be shared wherever, isn't it? If you get the recording, there's a, it is password protected. 
you get a week, but here's the thing. Any video you watch of ours has to be watched on our site. Do that. I'm going to tell you why I do that. I think a week is very generous. And we do that for a few reasons. Number one, we understand our audience. And I know that I can't always listen to something once to lay down the learning. The other thing is we charge, and this isn't a secret, we charge $30 or $29.99 for our webinars. We think that's generous, but we know that money is very a concern for a lot of people. If we give you a week, and this is interesting, this happened during the fall, these five women, moms, emailed us and said, we've become a collective. We buy your webinars, so it's only $6 each, and we each watch it on one day, and then we, as a group, get together to discuss it. And I'm like, next time, let me know. I'll come. I'm like, how fantastic is that? So we tell you we give you that week because we understand that money is a concern. So if you can share it with the cost with your PTA or your SEPTA or your book club or Canasta or whoever, that helps enlighten. I don't care. Well, and here's the thing too. How many people out there have bought something and then not looked at it because it was open-ended. I think I have Brendan Burchard something or other for 49 bucks. And I thought, oh, I should study how he does this. And I probably should, but I have not gone back and looked at it. So this gives some time urgency to actually receiving the content. And it's fair. We think a week is fair. And I will, as generous as I am, that is the one thing that is non-negotiable. Once that week is over, put a fork in it, it's done. And that is a hard and fast rule. And that rule is everywhere on our site and our webinar FAQ and every single email. I say it at the top of the hour on the webinar because we do get people who say, I didn't, I missed it. And we're like, we're really sorry, but that is our policy. And if we open it for you, we have to open it for everyone. And then we'll lose control and then there will be chaos and we we'll won't we'll be back in chaos. <laughs> But and they chat. Trust me, they're friends. Some people say. And so that is one fast, hard and fast rule about that. The other thing I want to mention, if I can, because this has to do with my NAPO friends, is if you start really seriously considering doing webinars and you really want to make this part of your business, do not be afraid to launch an affiliate program and announce it to your NAPO members. There's that product plug and splash. There's right? I think every month we have a very, very robust affiliate program at Order Out of Chaos. And originally it started just because of the planners. And then we realized, well, why are we doing that? We do webinars and parent education videos and all of that. And our NAPO friends, colleagues are very generous and have jumped on the affiliate bandwagon. And so that had in and of itself has helped to boost the business. So want to mention that because that is a major shout out to our NAPO friends who have really been very generous to order out of chaos and say, you've got to get on this if you have kids with time management, executive functioning, procrastination, and so forth. Well, and this speaks to the specialty that you serve. And so if you come across a client who's got kids or the clients themselves are struggling parents or the children are struggling, then there's fantastic resources here. And we can lift each other up by looking to those different strengths and offering and sharing those resources with our client base for sure. A hundred percent. Again, if you're looking to expand your, that's just another to me, that's just another way to do it by offering an affiliate to do it. And other thing, again, and I know you mentioned this at the top of the podcast about multiple streams of income, 
you don't have to recreate the wheel to have multiple streams of income. One of the things that we do, and I think we do it pretty well, is we will take a webinar and eventually we'll retire it and we will then make it into a parent education video and then it lives on our site for sale. To be honest, they become an annuity for us. It's a, you know, it's a video and we have a video library on our site. And I mentioned on the other side of this that the reason why we have everybody watching videos on our site is while you're, let's say you purchase the ADHD one, it will come up in the corner what videos you own and what videos you don't. Haha, <laughs> just looks like Amazon. You might also be interested in. Exactly. So, hey, you're watching Leslie's Demystifying Executive Functions. You didn't buy the ADHD. Da, da, da. Oh, and maybe you love it. And now you're like, oh, what else does she have? It's right there on the page for you. So there is actually methods to my crazy madness. It's amazing. How did you build this expertise? And related to that, six years ago, you went fully virtual. There's been a growth. And you started out, Leslie, and what kind of help? And how has that evolved? So you've got more sophisticated software and platforms underneath you, and you've also got people. Affiliate programs, there's software that you need to be buying to actually administer all this. And then there are people that need to support the software. So when your client calls with the question, you got someone who can answer. I hope everybody out there realizes I do not do any of this by myself in any way. And if you've ever been on a webinar, you hear me say, Kerry, Laura, Denise, but you never see them because they do not want to be seen. They're beautiful. I don't know. They're beautiful and smart, fabulous women. And I have other people who work for me too. You've had people on podcasts who have said this before. You know what you're good at and you know what you're not. I am totally front of the house that, you know, do not ask me to do any of what I just said technically. So I run my webinars. Carrie is the one back of the house running the Zoom, running the chat, running the polls, doing that. Laura, my, who is my community manager, is, believe it or not, everything I say, she takes notes. So if I give you a resource or a website or something, you don't have to write it down. Laura's doing that in the back, and then you get that in the show notes. Denise is my social, and she's tweeting it out live. She's looking for clips that we're going to put on social the next day. You have people that support you and know how to do these things with you. And it's an evolution. You didn't start and then two months in, hire this team. There was an evolution in it. No, there was an evolution. And I'm going to, if I really was to think about it, is what really tipped my business, Claire, and I have no problem saying this, were the academic planners. I don't know. We sell a lot of them. And when we say is you're not just buying a planner, you're buying into a community to support you. So it brings people to the site. And now all of a sudden, they're like, oh, there's videos and there's audio and there's worksheets and there's webinars that support that whole journey for the parent and for the student. So that really, for me, was the pivotal point that exploded everything and where I really needed to say I'm either all in on like webinars. And I'm going to say this to everyone. The one thing I am going to say is I do not do courses. People have asked me about that for my community. And we've asked, but my community likes the idea of a webinar because they can pick what they want, not pick what they want. And it's the live energy of it, too, is different than a course. No, because when you're saying course, you mean self-study course. It's also hard to create those because there's no energy. I'm a little bit like you. I feed like front of the house 
and I like being in dialogue. So that was why I was asking webinar or meeting format. But when you have a moderator and a community that's active in the chat and the moderator can bring you things, it is interactive. And the other thing too, people, it's like you're making your decisions in real time. My problem with courses for me, you decide what's going to be and it goes for a couple of months. And then what happens if, okay, perfect example. Hello, we have a team meeting Monday mornings. Okay, so the world shut down on March 12th, March 16th, 9 a.m. There's all my beautiful team. And they're like, what do we need to know? I'm like, nothing. We are a virtual company. The only thing we're going to do is the next webinar that's supposed to be paid for. The next six weeks, we're giving away everything for free. That's it. And I'm going to do a special webinar on parenting through the pandemic. Can't do that in a course, right? All of a sudden, you have laid all that out. What I find sometimes during our webinars is, number one, I get other webinar ideas because I'm hearing the questions. It's all the laboratory. And then I think what our community appreciates is sometimes I give a webinar and a webinar, like I'll listen to questions and I'll say, okay, let's chat about that now. <laughs> and I'm on for another 15 minutes and everyone's like, Are you? and I'm like, I'll stay on and you'll get the recording, so don't worry. And I think that value added in real time really makes a difference. So think about it. If I had tried to do a course during the pandemic, it would have been irrelevant. Or you don't know what the pulse is or how things are changing and when people go back to school and when there's, when things are opening up again, there's so much. It's very fluid and it's very interactive. It's gonna be on point. You can't not be. I hadn't thought about that. That is brilliant. You ultimately have to figure out, and I've given you all this, like do your do a workbook, take them on the journey, make sure there's a video. My, my daughter calls it peaking and valleying. Like you have to do all that. You've got to keep people interested. What's the next one? And we literally, we finished with, like we did our study skills one in January and we went right into it's time management month and it's free and get on that sign up. And we do a lot of, and we do, this is the other thing that I, we do cap things. And that is something that I find is very effective. And that's actually legitimate because your Zoom only can hold so many, depending on, I know this is going to sound crazy for some people when I say this number, but we cap our webinars at a thousand. And trust me, we could have a lot more, but it gets unwieldy, but not all those people show up live. Obviously, being able to say your webinar is sold out is very intoxicating because then they're like, sounds on, ears up, when's the next one? So make sure you're capping, make sure you sell, even if you're not sold out, say you're sold out two or three days before it goes live. There is the science of marketing that definitely applies with scarcity. I'm going to miss out that FOMO scarcity whole thing is at play. I didn't get on it. Is there a seat? No, sorry, not a seat. I'm not saying we do sell out, not every single time, but we say we're sold out even sometimes. That's a trick. <laughs> I'm telling there's a lot of that going on in terms of building that sense of urgency. I've already heard the strategy of August and January free because they're queuing up. August and February. Or February. How else do you theme things? Because you said sometimes you bring a webinar back. Are you waiting to hear what goes on so you're not planning too far ahead? We are so planned in some things. We are so not planned in others. And that's also the beauty of not having a course. So Yes. As I said at the beginning, we ask all the time, what is it you want? So back in over the summer, we were like, what do you want? What resonated was anxiety, anxiety, adolescence and ADHD. I know I'm very acutely aware of where I begin and end. And I was like, to go into that deeply, I needed to bring somebody in who wore that hat. 
So that's, I brought in a guest expert. But really what happens is we pour over the comments, the questions, the polls, and that's how we build things. So for example, I was not planning on bringing a study skills webinar back in January. We did it in April. But resounding, it was, we want the study skills, bring back study skills. We are also super generous. Sometimes we will say, if you've taken it and want, and you've already paid for it and you want the refresher, we will allow you to show up. We will also say, if you've already taken this, do not waste your money. We don't want to get those calls. And the same thing with our parent education videos. So right now, there was an old one on time on the site. We took that one down. This one that in February will be new, you will automatically get it if you've already paid for the video. We will never make you pay for something you've already paid for. So it's sort of lifetime when it's alive, when it's not dormant, when it's out in the world. You have a lifetime access to this thing, but when it's available. I cannot stress enough that how much generosity goes a long way. What's the expression? You get more with honey than vinegar? <laughs> I really feel if you can, you should do. If you can, not everybody can. And I respect that, but I, in good conscience, I can't have had somebody pay for something, update it and not allow them to have the newer version. And I don't, I think Franklin Covey, the Stephen Covey book, there's a new edition and they're selling it. There's a little bit more and you should get it because there's a little bit more. But buy a new book is the message. So I appreciate the generosity. And, and I think there's a greater connection to fulfillment on your part because you know you're having impact. Because I'm not a pushover. I think everybody knows that. I also obviously sell things. Like obviously I wouldn't be here. So I think what happens is when I say to you, I'm doing this webinar and it is going to cost you $29.99 and I stand behind that amount and I don't feel, or I have a new book coming out or our planners are here. I think because I do have balanced the give and the get that there's no like conversation around, oh, she's selling again. You know what I mean? There's none of that happening at Order Out of Chaos, even to the point where when we look at our newsletter, we need to balance copy to make sure this is value copy. I'm announcing a sale of something. Now I have, this is content driven. And where is that even placed? Because there have been times where I've looked at the way it's laid out and gone, nope, sale, 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 not working for me. Top article needs to be the content driven. Then we can announce we're selling something. So I am very, very conscious of that. And I think that is because I know my community. You've got to know who you're talking to. You've got to know what they're about. And you've got to know what they will take from you and what they want. Brilliant advice. I hope everyone has been taking as many notes as I have, because there are such, I mean, such incredible gems in here. I mean, from being consistent, giving to get, incenting the behavior that you're looking for and keep that flow. You're going on the lazy river ride, man. You're on it, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm chatty and I like people, so it's not hard, but it's funny. One of the things we're doing right now is our community, that we asked, what do you want to know more about? And they were like, we want you to take us on the planner journey. I'm like, you do what? They want to see, and we've been doing that. We've been documenting how the first conversation after the year goes. So like we took video of us sitting virtually discussing, going through every Amazon comment, every customer service comment. How pictures of me with our graphic artist, Laura with the fulfillment center. 
the realness of this whole thing. And so people are like, we love this. I'm like, you do? Because I think it's um, It's an interesting peripheral curiosity. It's just gone beyond the content of the teaching into the whole community and what it's baked around and what you're bringing to it and how you're bringing to it. It feels very natural for me to be that way, warts and all, because that is who I am. You can say a lot about me. I think what you hear here, what you see on a webinar, what you see on a stage, if I'm speaking, there's no difference. (laughs) And I think that's just the only way I know how to be. Now, that's not everybody's cup of tea, and I'm okay with that. But I think it's the same thing with webinars and why, I mean, I want to bring it back here, why it was important to us to balance paid and the not paid and be very upfront about, yeah, I am charging you, but guess what? That's what I'm selling you. That's it. And that's the period at the end of that sentence. I think your community appreciates not only your knowledge and talent, but also the way you're doing business. So I hope everyone's listening to all those different approaches, but we celebrate authenticity and you're a fine example of what you see is what you get, what you hear is what you get. So you can trust that. And if you know you like to do business with people you know, like, and trust, well, this is what you've built. You've built trust by showing up consistently and giving, and then also inviting and receiving. I celebrate you as a successful NAPO standout member in our association. So appreciate that, Claire, because, you know, we all live in our worlds and sometimes, you know, I'm like, you don't see the forest from the trees all the time. So I really, really appreciate that. Thanks for spending time with us, Leslie. Anytime. I love you all. All right. Have an awesome day, everyone. And don't forget to tune in. There are more episodes at napopodcast.com where we explore all the different ways you can better your business. And sometimes it's bettering yourself. So until the next episode, do stay safe, be kind to yourself and enjoy this journey. That's all for today's episode of Stand Out brought to you by NAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. Be sure to visit napo.net To join, learn more about our educational offerings, local chapters, and more.